0: are the coin boys your average everyday crypto bros that's right it's andy producer by the way or producer btw on twitter sitting right across from me is danny goots what's up everybody welcome daniel what's your twitter bro it's at d gutierrez 84 awesome and i want to welcome of course our old fans and any new fans that we might have brought in uh, welcome f- welcome to the show uh, we we do ask to take a look at some of our older episodes because we do talk about a lot of different topics, right, Daniel? Yes,
1: absolutely. And we've d- we've covered a lot. We've grown a lot. Uh, so uh, go back on our journey with
0: us Yep. because I think you'll get a lot of value from it. And uh, if you're new, uh, please check out our website. It's coinboys.com There's actually three buttons right there that say Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Click it, whatever you choose, whatever outlet works for you. But please, we ask, rate and review. If and subscribe. And subscribe. Um, I'm not going to tell you to smash a like button, but SoundCloud works that way. You can like or follow as well. I will tell you, smash that like button on SoundCloud. Are you? Yes. I, I will sink that low. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, if you want to contact contact us, uh, you can email us at thecoinboys at thecoinboys.com. Uh, and uh, moving right along, Daniel, we have an announcement. Uh, not only did we do the Blockchain Beach event, But we want to talk about something called Crypto Cake. You want to talk about what that might be, Daniel?
1: Yes, it is a 24-7 crypto
0: network. Wow, what does that mean, Daniel?
1: Basically, uh, these awesome guys had a great idea. They wanted to do a a 24-hour-a-day crypto network. Uh, Talk about news of the day, so on and so forth. So,
0: I want to educate people that there's something out there now called OTT. Yes, and and you know I like technology. I like like the like the growth, and especially in entertainment, mm-hmm. it's a pure digital network. So what what Netflix is, what Hulu is, is is kind of OTT over the top. Twitch, YouTube, Twitch, Twitch is is they're doing their own original content, but it's like it's like uh, Pluto is OTT. You know, like that, uh, yeah,
1: I have no clue. what Pluto, oh, is. Pluto <laughs> TV. You should check <laughs> it out. It's free television.
0: Excellent. Um, but what I'm getting at is that it's it's on the internet. It's on the you internet. You can get
1: it. You can stream
0: it, and you, it's you can't be awesome. get it, Daniel. You can get it. It's later. Yes, uh, hopefully. <laughs> stay tuned. There will be a booth at the WCC World CryptoCon, which we will be attending. That is uh, guaranteed. In Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. So the there will be something to see there. I don't want to give up anything else, Daniel. Mm-hmm. But we're excited because we're a part of it, um, and we are actually in a pilot and. Uh, you might have saw on on Twitter and stuff.
1: Yeah, the set was beautiful. Yeah. The the whole experience was uh, fun, awesome, amazing. It's weird because Andy and I are used to being on the other side of the camera, usually when we do a production, but being on the front was, uh, was a different experience and very thrilling.
0: Yeah, I'm a producer, by the way. Exactly. Uh, but stay tuned. We'll, we'll be announcing some more information on that as we do some more new episodes, yeah. so you'll hear more about that. But let's get to the topic at hand, Daniel. Uh, we attended... Last Tuesday, just recently, uh, the Blockchain Beach event. So this was my first crypto
1: event. Yeah. Which was an amazing experience, and I can't tell you how much fun I had at this particular one. Um, if all of them are like this, I'd be amazed. <laughs> I'd be astounded. But I do know that this one has something very key. They'll they'll, they'll tell you in person they'll tell you themselves. But very key difference from all the other ones that that we may be attending.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'll just tell you that we're gonna have two, uh, you know, we th- uh, two people from the event, uh, Maddie, who's a producer of the event, and then Gaston, uh, who is actually a friend of ours and uh, kind of promotes and does sponsorships and and helps also in the space, and he has an interesting take uh, about ticket prices. Uh, and then Maddie's gonna introduce you to what Blockchain Beach is and kind of how it started. They have a lot of energy, Daniel, and we have energy, and when we see the energy... I was amazed, and it was beautiful. It was great. So I want to thank right here at the top, thank you so much for uh, having us attend and do media. We met so many people, and what's great about this podcast is that we're going to share all those people we met uh, with you in this full episode, uh, and I'm going to just throw right to Maddie, here's the Blockchain Beach episode.
2: I am one of the producers of this amazing event, which is really just means I coordinate the community because it is a group of people that make this magic happen.
0: So you are part of a, a, a select group um, that decided, let's put these affordable events together with great minds in crypto out here in LA. So tell me about how it kind of got started.
2: So this started a few years ago as a small uh, meetup at WeWork, which was mostly open mic. So
0: Interesting. <laughs> a few
2: years ago, if you knew almost nothing, but were passionate, we would give you a microphone and an audience and let you talk about your project. And that actually started a lot of interesting companies just because it was that first moment for them to have an audience and to articulate their vision. And, yeah, go ahead. No, but that's – I didn't even know that that's how it started. That's how people made That's great, yeah. What was, your, what was your inspiration to do this? I think that I personally probably bring some – Idealism to my life style in general and the things I support. So I look at um, the technology in terms of giving people a voice, in terms of fair distribution. There are a lot of problems in the world. Education, yep. uh, you know, a major issue. Uh, wealth inequality, a major issue. There, a lot of these are distribution problems. Is that so many people have one thing, and so many, so few have access to healthcare. So what we have the opportunity to do here is just to solve some of that, solve some of that distribution problem, make sure more people know about this as many as possible, so that together we can rise. Make sure the lower, the you know, lower quote unquote class has an opportunity uh, to ride this wave with, with the elite. And it's
3: the
1: quality that you guys have here was absolutely astounding. Like I've seen bigger tickets with bigger shills somewhere else, but this, this was. Um, very focused and very very educational i was mm. absolutely happy to to have heard a lot of them mm. heard the
2: little that i was able to hear from uh, from, the, from the talks in this house um is there uh, what is your goal for this in the future what would you mm. like this to become what our goal for the future is is more coin boys
1: <laughs> we like
2: that <laughs> more fair money yep more education for our L.A. community. Uh, just to speak about L.A., and I'm sure you guys have a broader audience, but we want the trophy here. We want the trophy in L.A. We've got a great community. Yeah. We have leaders, and a lot of what maybe is happening right now in terms of smart cities is going on in other places. We've got people like New York and Brooklyn that are holding down some uh, civic leadership. We need to get our civic leaders
1: in Baltimore. Dude, you're talking about a thousand-dollar ticket at Consensus getting a terrible review. You're talking about all these other events going around the entire nation, probably even world, doing hundred-dollar tickets. Dude, I can go watch Conor McGregor for a couple hundred. I might sit front row for a couple of G's. And you know, Conor, you know, I, you know, Conor ain't here. So you're probably not worth $1,000. You're just trying to make up your money because you paid a gigantic bill for renting out uh, the Cosmopolitan. So uh, what we do is we make it more affordable to reach out to the community. I mean, you're talking about $5 ticket, $10 ticket. You want some extra bonuses, $50 ticket. You want to sit front row VIP, meet everyone, you know. We'll get
4: you that at an affordable rate, maybe 100 maybe $150.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's a major problem with events. It's like, how can a new person go to a a meetup or a a blockchain event that's new to the space and it's $1,000?
1: Being here, I've heard several speakers that have been really knowledgeable in the space and they truly, truly care. I saw zero shilling here, which was huge uh, uh, in in my opinion. The
3: network at Blockchain Beach is absolutely
1: incredible. I mean, um, we're working with BlockCon, we're working with invest summit. we're working with world crypto con
5: and
6: nice keep growing and
5: uh, i mean the future is big and bright but the actual um, idea i don't know but we're gonna keep throwing these things Love at it. An affordable rate for everyone and
3: giving back as much as we can that yeah. was
0: awesome yeah uh so we think it's important to have the people that actually run the event you know, be interviewed at the event on the show because it it it's great to to hear it from the people that create these events. It's passion. And you heard it from Maddie. They're trying to get the trophy in LA and they're putting and I will say, I love it. It has that like millennial vibe. It's it's very LA. Like I'm from L I live in LA now. I love that. It's yeah, fun. I, I will say this. Social. this is
1: my first event and I loved several things. The the people that you're you're gonna hear a few of the interviews, but there was more people there. We just couldn't get to all of them. Yeah. But the people that you meet here and that you get to interact with and talk with and ask questions to, are astounding. Yeah. Um, there are people that you that you want to talk to, especially if you have questions coming into crypto. And for the ticket price, that is huge because, like you know, other ones charge hundreds upon hundreds, and it's just ins- insane. Now sometimes it's worth it because of who the speakers are going to be. And maybe you really want to hear them speak. Um, but the quality, I'm telling you price comparison quality. This was wonderful. And I hope this just continues to grow.
0: Yeah. And uh, we, we had a great time. So uh, thanks to Maddie and the gang, uh, Gaston, of course, I have to shout them out. Cause uh, you know that guy's amazing. He is a ball of good energy good friend love too because we've we've met a bunch of times and we're making all kinds of friends in this local LA scene. So, we're LA based. <laughs> we want to support Blockchain Beach.
1: Yeah, and we want you to hang uh, if you are out in LA interested about crypto at all, you need to go to this. You definitely owe it to yourself.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm going to Daniel throw to the next interview uh, with which I had so much fun doing and it's Jason Lee with Nem. Yes. Uh, Jason Lee was fun. Yes. Excited. Yes. We did a live stream in uh, internationally. Yeah. Uh, so
1: so full disclosure, <laughs>
0: I've been wanting this for a while. Oh, you want to disclose something?
1: Yes. Okay. Because I am invested in them, but yes. Uh, I had been wanting to talk to somebody from them for a long time. Unfortunately, I was trying to get my a good friend of mine, and you know
0: someone very yes, much who involved was involved in, NEM. in it. Yep. I
1: don't know. He's no longer involved in them. Right. Right. But right. I wanted to get my friend on onto the show okay and he's a ghost He is so tough to get because he's really uh involved in a lot of blockchain stuff really deep in there sure and so um to see jason i was able to tell him oh i do you know this person he goes yes and, and that i think helped to open him up a little bit to us and it was really cool how he he was just ha- had a full big old ball of energy and had he was was excited and confident and it was awesome
0: yeah, so we uh, we talked to him about NEM, and uh, we have him introduce what NEM is in case you haven't heard of NEM or, or know what NEM is. Maybe you've heard of it but don't know what it is. Uh, and we also talk about the new Catapult. Yes. Uh, which he was actually surprised. He's like, I'm so glad you know NEM <laughs> uh, before knowing, interviewing yeah. me. And that's that's cool. Uh, And and it is something we've been trying to do a coin of the show for for a long time. Yes,
1: and now that we have him, he said he would come back on.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
7: we'll get Jason on. Uh, Anyway, let's throw right to Jason. So NEM is one of the easiest to understand blockchain because we are a plug-and-play blockchain which is out-of-the-box solution where companies can use us uh, into their business itself. So we are present in over 40 countries uh, through our meetup groups and we have... um, applications all across the world right now
3: yeah
1: and you guys have a lot of applications going and you guys are um now can you explain just a little bit Something that I particularly like about NEM is Mosaics.
7: Yes, Mosaics. So, Mosaics is the token that we have with NEM. And you can essentially create your own Mosaic token within three minutes. And people talk about ICOs or security tokens. It's essentially the same ingredients in the Mosaic itself. You can put uh, a levy to it, the transaction fees, make it immutable, select the number of Mosaics that are available, and then start sending it with your friends and connections. So, what what
3: brings
0: you to Blockchain Beach? Tell us a little bit about... how you got to this event, and, and how you feel about being here and going
7: on the stage. Yep, so we're here for, I'm here for the North America Blockchain Tour. Uh, we are going to hit the meetup groups as well as uh, the university networks. So just yesterday I was at Caltech and USC, and I'm here today at Blockchain Beach. Tomorrow I'm heading off to Stanford and the Starfish Mission is a blockchain community in the Bay Area, and then off to Boston, meeting the team in Harvard and MIT, and I'm there for the Forbes Under 30 Summit as well, before finally ending in Austin, Texas, where the North America regional head is Alexandra Tinsman. Yeah. yeah.
1: You've, that's a lot of.
7: Those are phenomenal. Oh, I know, fantastic. So meeting up with the uh, leaders of the blockchain clubs there, and we're working on seeing how we can get the students engaged into learning about blockchain protocols and to give them exposure to um, really thinking about what's next after their uni and basically bringing more to the fore into the blockchain ecosystem.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that. When as a fan of I'm definitely excited for that. the
7: future hope for them?
1: Uh, specifically. Catapult. Ooh, Catapult is like yeah, a, okay, big, right. a big, a big one. You've
7: your homework, uh, <laughs> um, Catapult is what we call the Nem 2.0. It is the the next technology update for Nem, <clears throat> and with Catapult, it is essentially uh, faster, better, uh, more robust features. So if Today in NAMM, you've got multi-signatures, now you've got multi-layer multi-signatures. It produces uh, uh, a different number of feature, uh, areas like uh, aggregated transactions where all the different transactions can all be categorized as one point of transaction, which makes it a lot easier to understand and to implement, and, and the features will just essentially catapult NAMM to the next level.
1: Because yeah, you guys are doing a lot of, you guys have a private chain, you guys have a public chain. You're, right. There's so many things that are going on behind the scenes. Where can people find more information about NEM should they want to? Oh, well,
7: I'm, I'm so glad that you all knew about NEM. Yeah, And, uh, and you can find out about NEM at, at NEM.io. That's the website that we have. We're on Telegram. We've got uh, NEM Red and NEM Blue, the Red Pool and Blue Pool. Yes. So NEM Red, to, to understand the general topics of NEM, talk about it. And, and if you're talking about price, the ZEM cryptocurrency is NEMBERIA. And uh, and we are all across Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Nem official.
0: So I'll be honest, Daniel. I mean, I know you know Nem a lot, but I learned a lot in that interview doing that interview. Yeah, I
1: mean, Nem is really interesting. What um, was that Nem? What was that called? Nemberia. Yeah, that I never heard of until B- we. It's a Telegram. They just talk about. We well, talk about price and stuff like that. No, okay. Um, it's well, pretty. It's funny because I don't talk
0: about price, so I wouldn't be yeah, there. Yeah, that's why I okay. wasn't.
1: That's I'm 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 on there just because, but you know, I go back and forth. Uh, it's more about what it can do, which I thought, which I think NEM itself is very interesting, which is why I can't wait to do to do a coin of the show on it.
0: Yeah, uh, and he was so much fun. We were live streaming on his Facebook, on yeah, the Facebook, on the Facebook <laughs> for, <him. laughs> for NEM. Uh, it was so much fun. Uh, next up, Daniel was a great interview with Taylor from My Crypto. Yes, she's she is so fun to talk to. Um and we get to talk about a local she's local to LA, so we always appreciate the projects that are local here. Um and I enjoy talking to her and I think we asked her some really cool questions. We learned a lot about her wallet.
1: I'm excited you guys gotta hear this. Yeah. Check
0: it out. My crypto is a uh it's a wallet. Great. Interesting. Like this big, Let's talk security on this wallet. I'd love to know about security since it's a wallet. Tell us about that. Cool. Right? Yeah, um, I love that. We're gonna we're of so gonna actually implementing the functionality screen that will actually warn you if you're gonna send like a known scammers at Really? Which brings me
8: to my next point. Okay.
3: Right. No. So <laughs> what we're gonna
8: what we're gonna do is uh we wanna educate people about how this works, we wanna ensure that people stay safe, and we wanna make
0: sure that people aren't going to fishing websites. Um I don't know if you guys have seen them the Twitter scams or if uh
8: right exactly and it, it boggles my mind that people would fall for some of these giveaways because they're just they're too good to be true and I, I tell people i'm like look if you're walking down the street and someone walks up to you and is like hey yo give me a dollar and i'll give you a hundred dollars in return you're going to laugh in their face and be like, that's, that's not possible. Like that's too good to be true. Like you're scamming me. I'm not going to give you my dollar, but for some reason, if it's on Twitter and it has to do with cryptocurrencies, like, I don't know if it's the, the people are moving too fast or being greedy or whatever, but they somehow forget the like common sense that like, yo, no one's giving you money.
1: If there's anything, uh, anybody out there listening, don't send money to people who are promising to give you more money back.
0: That usually doesn't work out very well. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, but, so what we've been doing, we have this thing called Either Spam TV, right? Okay.
8: Uh, and then we're going to basically integrate it into our wallet, and, and also other people can integrate it as well. But essentially, like if you were to send to uh, an address that was in the database, it could warn you and be like, hey, you might not want to do that.
0: Wow. I really like that. I'm, I'm very impressed, actually.
1: What is your... You clearly love crypto. You clearly love, love the space. What is your hopes and goals? What, what, um, what, drew, what drew you to
8: this? that's a great question i think my sort of origin story is similar to a lot of people where they just sort of like fell in uh got hit over the head with the blockchain and and like fell in love and whatever whatever the you know whatever it is it's 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 like this remarkable experience where you sort of like you hear about it you maybe read an article about it and when you dive a little bit deeper you suddenly are just pulled to it and uh you can't really escape it like it's like this makes sense this is going to improve the world the how fast this space moves and how much like the remarkable things that people are doing i just love every second of it so i'm
1: going to ask you kind of like a side question because you you have a beautiful little baby i just have a baby myself awesome Uh, because i'm been racking this around my brain what are you going to tell the baby about money no because it's important like because it's completely different it's going to be a whole new world for them we're starting it so right what, what, what do you feel
8: are going to
9: do? right you
1: doing that? Was, was that even, mm. even a
8: thought
0: has anyone asked you that before
8: no that is a very original question <laughs> i will say i haven't i mean she's seven weeks old so we have so you already uh, got
7: congratulations
8: are you already, or what's you. With that? Got yeah <laughs> um <laughs> are you so i mean them? we're gonna see i think that so this is the thing is that God, I don't know what I'm going to fucking do. <laughs> yes. No, but like, I'm I don't now
0: she's going to be thinking the ride home all the way. Okay,
8: so this is the thing. If a parent instills like anarchist views in their child, are they really an anarchist?
1: No, that's a, that's a, that's a question. It's like Wow. It anarchy or you can see it as a revolutionary right it's
8: just, but it's going to change for them it is no going to change for what. them so I think that what, what you, like what,
3: what my
8: you oh that's a that's a good question so I think like what I'm going to teach her is that you know there's so many systems in place that are literally in place because some dude hundreds or thousands of years ago decided it should be that way and today just because that system exists, just because we do things a certain way, doesn't necessarily mean it's the best way or the most efficient way. And it doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to change it. And I think that that lesson actually can apply to more than just say like money or banks, it can apply to a lot of different things. And I think that I really wanted to know that, you know, you, you can change the world and you shouldn't be maybe intimidated by just because like there's these huge systems in place or these you know these big old men who are dictating how your life operates like no if you don't like it then then change it that's beautiful
1: yes
0: but thank you so much for coming on and sharing your project maybe we could in the future dig a little deeper and get you on the show so we could talk a lot more about this project because you blew my mind with a couple of things so i'm excited
8: <laughs> well, I would love to be on and dive in. Cool. Further. I mean, if any of your listeners have any like specific questions that they want to know? Sure. Let's start taking questions when them
0: when we get together. You guys are local? We're local. We're LA. LA all the way. Uh, yeah. yeah, we should totally do that. Yeah. Where can people find you? Yeah. Uh
8: so we're at my crypto on Twitter. Um that's really I love Twitter. Twitter is the best. Yes. Cool. Whatever you guys prefer. We're all over
3: the place and we love hearing from literally anyone. Guys,
1: uh, I really want to take advantage of what she had to offer us. Taylor was so amazing to speak with. She was she was so knowledgeable, able to provide the information in ways that we can understand it, which was so beautiful. Um, so she offered to to come back and talk with us a little bit more i want to get your questions send them to us Uh, we're going to gather them all up uh for when we do interview her
0: yeah she was just really cool to talk to and it's really cool to talk to people that are excited and passionate about their projects about the space and also they're based in la which is really cool i was like hearing about projects in la yeah and i Uh, hope
1: she's successful what she's trying to do by the way yeah
0: totally by the way uh next up i'm excited because we had uh omar bam on uh, and his brother Gabriel, who do a podcast together uh, called the Crypto Plug pro- Podcast. And of course, Omar is well-known. Uh, he calls himself Crypto. And uh, he does the news and a lot of YouTube stuff. A big influencer in the Crypto Twitter. Uh, excited to have both of them. And uh, I talked to Omar a little bit about his background. Thought it was interesting to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and Gabriel actually was in the Army, so we asked him a couple of questions about uh, if what people are thinking about crypto in that that area, which I haven't asked anyone about. Uh, So, here you go, guys. They're going to be back-to-back, and Gabriel's first, so enjoy.
6: Well, uh, I actually started off just, like, investing. I was in the Army, and uh, I had a lot of extra income because I was a single soldier and stuff, and I really didn't have any expenses. So, I started investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum and on Ether, and I started... Really understanding the technology probably months and months after I first invested. You know, I finally like started digging into it and actually researching it. Eventually, I realized like uh, I wanted to do a podcast, and I was still in the army, so it was a little bit difficult. But uh, when I got back, when I finally got out, my brother basically asked me to come out here and uh, work with him, and we launched the podcast, the Crypto Plug Podcast.
2: What, what are the topics on this podcast? What do you guys usually? Uh, is it news mainly, or do you guys talk about trading? So usually,
6: it's like it's usually like a hybrid of news and trading usually we'll talk about prices in the beginning that's usually the format we'll go for and then we'll start talking about the news of the day but it's it's more of like a layman's take on on what's going on i'm a little bit crude on there you know i'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit less than graceful so same with us same with us. <laughs> so so yeah really it's just like a layman's uh take on on crypto i guess Yeah, so well, I'm just I'm really just blessed to be able to work with my brother every day, you know, we're best friends, so it's it's awesome. And as far as the growth for the podcast, we always said that when the when the space starts to boom, you know what I'm saying, as far as just both technology becoming mass mass adopted, you know, and and uh, obviously what everybody wants to see is the prices, but aside from that, when we said that it finally starts to grow, the podcast would grow. So we we try to keep like on a consistent basis. We've taken a small hiatus right now, but uh but we're we're working on really just kind of reaching the people that aren't into crypto yet you know i want the people that are watching football on sundays to know about crypto i want people that are fixing their cars in their own driveways to know about crypto you know so i try to talk for them
1: you know right now nba is like the closest to getting crypto out there because they bought, they got the rockets and also so i'm excited for sports and crypto in the future too uh,
6: yeah uh the kings the kings were uh some of the first professional sports teams in the world to actually uh accept crypto at their stadium their their stadium is incredible yeah
3: i think we need more um, like in sports help with that I want to Was there
1: any <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> well, head?
6: like, how did you figure this? Yeah,
3: how you. Well.
6: Oh, man. It's it's not a very conducive environment to, like, learning about new things in the Army. Yeah. The Army is, is a very, like, one track minded place. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but the, the truth is, they, they just don't understand it. Um,. The, what I heard a lot when I was talking about crypto when I was in the army, it was my last year, I was on my last deployment. I was in the Middle East and I was telling all my friends about crypto and uh, they all looked at me like I was insane. They were like, what is wrong with you? You know, I was telling them in July 2017, I was like, look, if you guys put all your money into, into Bitcoin right now, you guys are going to be rich men. And nobody listened to me except for one person. One person, and you know what he did? He, he went out and bought a brand new car. The man, he got home from deployment. And I told everybody... If you're listening <laughs> No, nah, but uh, yeah, the sentiment in the army is just it's it's a much more simple place. I guess they, they kinda just if they do invest, they'll invest in like bonds and stuff and long term retirement stuff. So they're not overly concerned in the technology and stuff like that. So it's not it's not much of an environment for crypto.
0: Man, Omar, it's nice to have you on the show. I've seen a lot of your content. I'm really glad to have a moment to talk to you about We're stuck with your brother. He was awesome. Yeah, we had your brother on. I'm so
6: excited to be on
0: the show with you. Yeah, he was great. We actually talked to him because he, you know, he was in the Army. I asked him about what is, how do they talk about crypto in the Army? Like, Do people talk about it? And yeah. it was a really interesting perspective. He says only one person really listened to him in the Army.
3: Yeah, it was the same thing. I was actually fine and
0: serving in Miami Beach. Really?
3: So nobody listened to me. Two guys did, now
0: they call me to, to know what to do with their white M- <laughs> My ex-girlfriend listened to me. That was it. Oh, so that was it. No Everyone else. Listens, right. To she me. was the only one. But uh, let's talk about you. Like, tell us what you do for the space. You're, you're obviously very well known on Twitter and, and, and a lot of spaces, but give us a little. Some people might not know you.
4: Well, it's interesting because there wasn't a lot of crypto content when I started doing it. And so one of the blog channels that I used to watch, was, which was Dash, Dash's channel. by America. Oh,
0: right. And
1: yeah. She used to talk actually about Ethereum and do news kind of like I do every single day. And so when she stopped doing it, I was bummed and I had all these ideas and I feel like people needed to hear these ideas. And so I just
3: started doing it myself on the way to work.
0: Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So are you from Florida?
3: I'm from yeah, well I'm from New York, but I grew up
0: in I'm from New Jersey and I lived in Boca. And now I'm in LA. So yeah. it's kinda of same very similar. Very similar, yeah. yeah. So
3: what brought you up to LA? Well, uh, well acting actually. So I, I oh. theater. I study theater, so I guess performance and sharing ideas is always interesting to me. Cool.
0: That's, that's where I come from We're both entertainment. I'm a producer, he's a comedian, we've been been in entertainment for a while. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I will shout up uh school clubs I can say. Oh yeah. I loved
3: very much and I graduated from there and it was, it was a it was a fun time to have oh, absolutely man, I respect you so much more <laughs> 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 than comedian like, improvisers in the world out yeah, of Chicago for sure. And and it's and it's prestigious
2: as well. You had great comedians out of there. Yeah, except for LA we had uh not the greatest but the
1: I, through this, through, through acting through all this stuff, we're that into crypto because I think you're finding the same thing that we're, we're finding. People are having trouble presenting this stuff in a, in a formative way in a social, like not, how socially awkward are the people in crypto? Pretty socially awkward.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, it's about engagement, right? If yes. you want to engage your audience, and I've had a rough time with that
3: myself, it's easy to get ego-driven as well and just like to get introverted in your idea. Think about your personal opinions versus what I'm trying to share, what I'm trying to give that's something I to remind myself time to time is, what am I giving, you
0: know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let, let me ask you a question. Now, uh, let's talk about crypto. What do you think about everything that's been going on? I mean, it's been a really interesting year, 2018, right? I mean, everyone was flying through the moon and whatever in 2017. But what do you think of crypto right now, at this very moment?
6: It's crazy because it reminds me of the year 2015, 2016. So I get like deja vu all the time because I see the same kind of events, the same kind of patterns. Those are the smallest scale back then. Very small, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I would literally Google Bitcoin and see no articles or one that was posted like a month before. Same thing on and you know what the one article I would see is Bitcoin will go to a million in six years or something crazy like that. But Reddit was a great place in the early days. Now I think it's kind of convoluted and it's a mess. And that's the thing is like how how hard is it to find the right information that you're getting from content creators in crypto? Yeah,
3: it, it is difficult. So I try to have personal so you have, like, the news sources, Point Telegraph, news.bitcoin.com. Great. Uh, point, point, uh, novels, all these right. Then you have
0: Twitter, so you want to follow generally, like, 100 high-quality people. Right. Say like That's what makes sense. Five good so. developers, five good uh, news publications, uh, five good traders. It's good to look at all the
3: different perspectives. Cool. And then I look at Reddit just for sentiment because, you know, you can see what people are saying
0: in the moment. I can't oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Right. What's the best trolling that you've seen, that you've experienced? Like, what is the one that's so memorable? The first it was Bitcoin. Stephen Steven Seagal one, remember that? One, remember that? And I was like, no, no, no.
2: What have you experienced? I don't know if this was a troll thing, but somebody made a website for Vitalik Buterin, and it was a fake ICO, to get him to go to a gym. <laughs> and, 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 and,
0: that's amazing. Let's, be, let's be no, that's funny. No, I do. And, and that's another thing. Like, what do you think about the comedy in crypto? I mean, I mean, you're on Twitter. It's, it's the memes. I actually think it's good for the space. Um, and I think during these bad times, I think it's good to see some fun memes. Right. I mean, it helps. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. That's true. So Daniel, it was awesome to meet Omar. He's an influencer I've known in the space for a very long time before we started the podcast. And his brother, Gabriel, uh, check out the Crypto Plug podcast. And I have a surprise. uh, There might be a brekkie later in the show. Oh, Uh, nice. uh, If you heard, he just spoke about Crypto Breakfast, uh, Satoshi Dropper, of course. Uh, Moving on, though, uh, we have an exciting uh, interview. Spank Chain. Spank Chain, (laughs) which, yes, is an uh, adult-centric cryptocurrency.
1: Yes, uh, I just want to say that that yeah you, you have to if you're looking at me and you've never wait seen, wait hold on uh, yeah
0: at the part block folio party we went to what was the shot called they had a blowjob shot
1: which was a spank chain shot yeah which menu, was awesome which pretty really funny. cool so the, the thing is if you're gonna look me in the face as an adult and tell me you've never seen an adult video i'm gonna call you a liar unless you're from utah now um whether you like it or not doesn't matter the people who work in this industry have chosen to work in this industry because of their own personal reasons. They, they either love it or they just want the money or whatever it may be. Uh, obviously, you want to make sure everything is consensual. So the fact that you can be restricted, and we talk about this a little bit, you can be restricted for doing something that you love financially. A bank can do what they choose depending on your job um, is astounding to me. So we get a little bit into that with Spank Chain. So please enjoy and listen. We have Wills and Amin from Spankchain. Here you go. What are the What are the problems that a lot of uh, adult actors and actresses have right now with personal banking? If you guys can get into that a little bit.
10: Yeah. So the banks periodically shut down their accounts without warning or reason. Um, it's sort of the same thing they do for crypto. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the only industries uh, that that the. You know the work is completely legal, and yet uh, they have trouble getting banking services that everyone else gets. The credit card processors uh, don't tra- uh, use their payments, and so they have shadier credit card processors that take up to 15%. Um, PayPal shuts down their accounts. Um, Patreon has uh, closed off access to uh, adult performers. So that's that's outside of banks, right? That's um, but it's due to the pressure from the merchant uh, credit card networks that. Um, basically, make it impossible for them to transact.
2: We know the problems, but how did you guys come through with this and make this happen? We started with the main consensus research in state channels, and he was like, okay, wow, so where would state channels do the best first? Maybe adults, right? Because adults, historically, I guess, leads technological advancements because people will jump over hurdles to do more. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. But I will but, wait an extra few minutes to watch my favorite, you
3: know. Yeah,
1: so, how was, um, where are you guys at right now? What stage are you guys in right now? And what are you guys hoping to accomplish possibly in the near future?
10: Yeah, so right now we're in, like, a full sprint, trying to get a bunch of stuff done. We just shipped the first non-custodial payment channel hub. Uh, it's, like, lightning on Ethereum. Um, on the Ethereum mainnet, the we actually launched the site um, about five months ago in April, uh, and so uh, the next step is to upgrade the payment channels to use uh, ERC twenty tokens, and we're going to start with our own stablecoin, Booty. Uh, we just launched the Spank Bank. Uh, yeah, we we just love, launched. Yeah, the
1: names are obviously amazing. <laughs>
10: yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, um, we're we're about to launch an exchange called the CumSwap. Uh, that'll be November first.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice. I
10: love this. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> this, this is, great.
1: This is great. Great. Like, like We have. a Yeah, we would love to get you guys back on it <laughs> for <laughs> a longer thing. That? The major,
3: the main, main, main point so yeah,
2: the performance take up very right? the ones dealing with these, these first hand, I when we first jumped into the industry, it was the beginning of this year we went out to ABN. And most yep. of like, the, the site operators and owners are kind of just like, oh, okay, like, Bitcoin guys, like, whatever. They didn't really take this like, seriously at first. <laughs> and then we like, went around and we started, like, you know, we had crypto TVs, and all of a sudden the performer started using Ethereum and had, like, the first like, opportunity to, like, you know, get into it, see what it's all about, kind of understand it. And I think now the, the narrative changed a lot of the site owners and operators are starting to take us a lot more seriously uh, because a lot of performers are starting to come over. It's a little safer, it's easier, it actually makes a lot more sense. And just
3: question, how many performers top of your do you think have 500.
2: We know
1: a few of them. We know a few of them.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we haven't really done much like marketing or PR pushers. We want to make sure that like bank pay and the whole platform ecosystem works as intended. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah.
10: SpankPay is going to be our uh, payment processor, uh, right. so we're getting ready to launch that on uh, November 1st also.
1: Are you, are you guys going to, like, because you have RedTube, PornHub, you have all the, are you guys going to be platforms on laid underneath those sites, or are your own platform altogether?
10: So every single uh, thing that goes into making an adult uh, site, uh, we're building, uh, and, and we're going to sell it.
0: So... The Spank Chain guys were awesome. Uh, we met them at the Blockfolio party, like we said, and uh, they were so cool to talk to. It was great to have two people from them represented uh, in that interview. It was really good perspective. Yeah, they're laid course. back. Yeah, at very laid back. Th-
1: and this that little aspect of of your your the fact that your money can be taken away from something for doing something that you actually enjoy doing for making any money. It's just astounding to me. Yeah. Uh, and I hope to get into something that's happening right now with uh, with the UK that's really interesting as well. Oh.
0: Um, in terms of the restriction on the internet. Oh, interesting. So we'll see what happens. And uh, moving on right along, uh, Dana Moon from MetaX. Uh, really cool uh, perspective. She's really nice. Really fun to talk to. Uh, had a great time. They're doing something very interesting with ads, Daniel. You want to tell everyone? Yeah, they're checking out advertisement fraud. Uh, Yeah, and she'll explain what that is
1: better than I can. Um, But I just—it's the the fact that it's needed—is pretty
0: interesting. I think it's cool because it's something I never thought about uh, since I've been in crypto. Yeah, and Dana
1: was really knowledgeable, so definitely listen up. Um, She was a little shy,
0: but she was amazing. Oh, she had fun. Yeah. Uh, And uh, anyway, enjoy Dana Moon.
9: We started this project uh, about two years ago alongside ConsenSys, uh, so you can also find us, uh, we started at Ad chain Protocol. Um, so we were the first TCR to be deployed to the mainnet, uh, actually a few months ago. Uh, uh, just all. will explain what TCR is. No, yes. This is just for people <laughs> in my yeah, sorry. Uh, TCR is a token curated registry. Uh, and how we are applying that uh, uh, mechanism, if you will, is to digital advertising. So one of the things that we are focused on is cleaning up uh, the supply chain for uh, digital advertising. Got it. I
2: think that includes uh, everything from YouTube, or is that. What what is your scope, where are you looking to to hit, like YouTube multi, like OTT platforms, what kind of
9: advertising? Um, In digital, uh, in terms of uh, uh, display, video, mobile, uh, not so much OTT right now, uh, but the main focus and where we're seeing uh, the uh, largest amount of fraud is in uh, desktop.
1: So how does it help you specifically?
9: Uh, Well, it doesn't so much help us, but it helps the entire supply chain uh, when it comes to digital advertising. Um, There's probably a lot that uh, many people do not understand about how uh, the ad that you actually see is displayed. There's a lot that goes on, whether it's behind the browser, uh, there's a number of players, exchanges, DSPs, SSPs involved. So there are plenty of places where a fraudulent ad or a fraudulent practice can be inserted into that. Uh, and that's what we are trying to clean up.
1: What was the what was it like going from digital advertising just in general to blockchain and digital advertising? How how that affect how has that been for you? Cuz my mother came from advertising. A ah. new world, a new acronym on a daily basis. <laughs>
9: By James and brings my parents a market where there hasn't been. There's just a black, black box methodologies. Uh, it is enlightening uh, to say the least. myself through you know again we've all experienced this firsthand uh those of us who are with the company that it's nice to be uh, on the good guys side if you will i think we as humans fear the unknown and i think that is a, a struggle in itself with the just the general market adopting cryptocurrency in general but if you look at the entire scope of how currency came to be how we all come to practice and how we value things as human beings—it all comes back to the value. And that's the great thing about blockchain: is you know, there's an incentive mechanism where we want to incentivize people to do the right thing and actually make the world a better place.
0: Dana was awesome. I'm excited to uh, dig a little deeper into MetaX, learn a bit more. We'll have her back on the show. Yes. Uh, and next up, Daniel is a good friend of ours. We've met before. Uh, uh, Nick with Receipt Chain. And also, he talks about a crypto yacht, Daniel. Oh, yeah. I, was, not, I wasn't there for this interview. Yes, so you were. Interesting to me. Yeah. So you get to hear this part because I know that we were busy, kind of talking to people while, and there was yes, there we, was,
1: I had to go find somebody, and then absolutely. So.
0: so enjoy Nick, and he'll explain to you Receipt Chain.
5: So my project is called Receipt Chain, and it's basically tokenizing just every, average everyday things. Uh, So there's something called the ERC-721 smart contract, and it's a way to uh, put ordinary, unique items, like we're talking about cars, TVs, um, laptops, designer handbags, onto the blockchain. And so the platform, receipt chain platform, allows people to track all those things um, from uh, the, the point of sale to their own personal wallet Um, And then when they want to sell it again to uh, the next person down the line and so on and so forth uh, around the world. Yeah, it's it's a digital receipt that just lives on forever and sort of bounces around the world. Yes, I have been throwing around the term crypto Craigslist uh, (laughs) uh, because it is sort of, that that is about what it would be. It's basically like a a Craigslist or peer-to-peer market, but on top of the market, you also have the provenance or the history of all the things that you buy. So you can see that this car came through three different owners. Uh, maybe you see the last time it got an oil change. Um, or if you bought a designer uh, pair of shoes, then you can see that it came from the, you know, this specific shoe company. Because um, you know, we're signing up these uh, manufacturers, so that they're going to be the original um, sources of these files. So when you buy it in the store, uh, you get the file sent to your phone right there in the store. And then um, you can see that it's authentic, that the shoes are authentic. And then when you go to sell them later, um, the person buys them from you and you transfer them the authentic files so they know they're real shoes. Yeah. Wow.
3: Okay. So I, I like the idea of, you okay, know, I want people to realize that you are a programmer. You're not just a guy that yeah. <laughs> came up with an idea, you actually understand programming. I,
5: I do not I do not come from a financial background so that so the, the reason why I even bit off this project was because I knew from the beginning I was going to be coding it myself um, and so, um, like, I, I didn't, I haven't done like a dog and pony show or whatever, going around the country trying to raise money. Um, as soon as I came up with this idea, I started coming up with the architecture, started learning the holes that I and, and programming that I needed to learn in order to make this work. And then I just spent the last year um, with some help um, from friends and some, uh, occasionally some uh, contract work, um, just getting this whole platform built and um, and. It's a lot of blood and sweat in there. Yeah, and
3: the reason I brought that up is because I think there's a lot of people out there that start these projects with ideas. And that's fine, they find programs, but you actually, like, kind of know what you want. You kind of need to start. I mean, we don't get to talk from a lot of the development side of the industry. Anymore. I feel like not enough people know about the development side of the industry. You guys are working your butt-file building the actual technology. Yeah. So
5: Well, you know, one of the problems, I think, with a lot of the other projects out there, and I don't um, like to badmouth anybody, but one of the main problems with the industry is that people come up with an idea, and then they, then the implementation becomes an afterthought. And they say, well, once we have enough money, we'll, we can throw money at the project, and it will get done. But, you know, being someone who's worked in the industry in a lot of large companies for years, I know that sometimes it doesn't matter how much money you have or how much money you throw at a project, it will all fail because there actually is some strategy and some experience um, and expertise that goes into getting projects done. And it's not about how much money you have, it's about, um, it's about the experience necessary to actually execute it. And if you just throw a bunch of money overseas and say, well, it'll happen, it, it could, you could completely waste it all. That's really important. Yes. It is really important. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there is this thing called crypto yacht. Uh, and uh, when... Right? Like the wolf of, and, and you know, like, so, you know, you think of cryptocurrency in the traditional sense, like you think of yachts and Lamborghinis and, um, and you know, getting, you know, money, right? And it's, and it's sexy and it's shiny. And so um, when I started working on this blockchain stuff, I was like, man, you know, um, you know, like wouldn't it be cool to just do something for fun, right? You know, because I'm, you know, because I'm, I'm always working on, you know, like how to tokenize like boring things. Well, you know, what's something fun and exciting? Well, a yacht. Wouldn't it be cool to have like a big yacht? So, you know, I, I was brainstorming with a bunch of guys around a meetup where we were doing like programming meetup and we had some beers and it just kind of like n- came into existence, like, you know, the, this crypto yacht and I looked it up online and guess what, there it is, Cryptoyacht.com was available. Uh, so like I snapped that up and now um, we're trying to dream this crypto yacht experience into life and um, we are renting a yacht in October and it's going to be for everybody who just wants to basically take a break after all this blockchain, you know, seriousness and and have some fun right and have, and, have, and not yeah not not too not don't take it too seriously and um and get on this yacht and um, have a party and everybody is sort of in the same industry but anybody can be there and that's going to be on October 25th um and you can go to cryptoyacht.com and and check that out
0: so daniel i'm going to trade you the interview that i did with nick for your interview without me yes. with
1: marina from Payday Coin
0: yeah and what it, so what is i didn't i so wasn't there for this so. she so
1: she um what payday quinn does is they're trying to do micro lending or they're trying to do lending uh with blockchain technology which i thought is an interesting concept because i don't know how that's supposed to work especially when we're each our own bank so now what happens when people need a loan right to buy a house or something like that so uh she gets into a little bit uh, of what payday quinn does but um I hope we get to have her back especially to get more into learning how the loan process will work. But um, but it's enjoy guys.
0: Yeah, here you
3: go. So we're helping to solve the problem of unbanked people. There are eight percent of people in the world that don't have access to micro loans and those people are located in the developing world. So and the interest rate is
5: pretty high. Yes a platform that would allow people from the United States to lend money to people, let's say in
3: India, so people in India can get a loan with lower interest rates and people from the United States can benefit from
1: higher rewards. Oh wow, so, so that, one of the biggest questions that I had was how are loans going to work in the world of cryptocurrency and all that stuff. What are, what are some of the things that you're finding are either difficult or, or much more benefited with, with blockchain? in terms of like, so there's no central banks anymore, that's the whole point of cryptocurrency. So like, it's going direct, so I would put up money that will allow people to... Yeah, imagine that you have a coin, you buy a coin, and you have an option to lend a certain amount of the coin
3: to some kind trade, and set up
1: uh, interest trade. All on my, my own choice, I get to... yes i 'm amongst those people, but that 's just me here in America. <laughs> that 's exactly one of the reasons why I was here. One of the things that um, I was excited about was the possibility of the world uh, kind of having a, a shot at everybody being uh, getting equalized, everything getting equalized uh, everybody having a fair shot at doing something financially where they don 't have it, and, and that 's exactly where you guys are, are heading towards. I don't even know when it was, but yes you're correct. <laughs> and uh
9: we have to think of other ways to to, to to do you know what, what the banking system
3: does,
9: right? Mm-hmm. So um uh,
0: that's beautiful. they're
3: gonna help people. Yes, help real people. Yes.
0: So that was really interesting, Daniel. I, I and and what's really funny is that when you were interviewing her, it was the video that Crypto Breakfast put on the Crypto Twitter where he's saying that no one's ever seen you on camera, before yeah. it, and you're standing and interviewing her. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, check it out if you'd like on Twitter. Uh, next up, Daniel, uh, what do we got? We have Steph Z and Virginia who
1: do a local San Antonio cryptocurrency show called the Crypto Cafe, That's which awesome. was really really interesting to hear especially to have a local show
0: um, also, also along the lines of what crypto cake is doing but what do we, what do I think about all this like TV entertainment crypto stuff I think it's great for adoption and helping new people get in the space they say they want to help new people it's it's really yeah. interesting it's exciting uh, so enjoy crypto cafe
11: we have a TV show featuring women discussing cryptocurrency and blockchain technology with innovators and influencers in the crypto space.
1: Wonderful. So here's my number one thing, is what I, tell, what I tell a lot of people, no, is that this is the chance for women and minorities to become more a part of that 1%, to flip that script, to change everything about that one, so it makes me happy and excited for the futures. Where, um, where do you think women really need to step up when it comes down to crypto? Step up or be heard? Be heard, step up, anything along those lines.
4: reasons for our show is to bring that to the masses in a way that more people understand and don't feel deterred by it because like again like i don't feel like it's necessarily women stepping up but i feel like it's people listening and giving their voice the same importance as everyone else doing
1: perfect no i completely there's a lot of voices that definitely need to be heard and all that yeah. stuff so it definitely is really important what is your goal with the show what are you guys trying to do with uh with crypto cafe
11: we really want to make cryptocurrency relatable to the masses because so many people think like Steph always says, it, what, what, tell us what you say, because you say it so well. I feel
4: like people think that they either need to have a lot of money or a lot of t- tech knowledge in order to get involved in crypto. And, you know, for me, I started working on season one of this show in June. I knew nothing about crypto. And I'm not the expert at all. I just know how to ask questions and make it relatable. So that's why having a show that has more of a panel style doing that with an expert, of course, but breaking it down in a way that the masses will understand, I think is, you know, Kind of the
11: point right that's how we want to get mass adoption and so we are crypto curious we we are not the experts
4: yeah like we're not trying to say we know everything but we do the research and ask the questions and and make sure that it's being explained in a way because i do feel like like you said that one percent and that that one percent of people that have the knowledge for crypto based stuff we put them in this other category smart but sometimes they they excel in the smarts of crypto but they don't have the personal skills sometimes so us Making that, that marriage, if you will, to bring it to more people, I think is what would make it you know easier for everyone. To talk
1: and about. I definitely agree with that because um, that's what we come from entertainment. That's where we come from. We also love crypto as well. So that's what you're trying to do with your show is what we're also trying to do with our podcast, different formats and stuff. But the um, <laughs> but we've noticed a lot of people aren't very socially are very socially awkward in this space. One
11: hundred percent. Absolutely, and that's where we come in because we want to have fun with it. Like we went to the Dodgers game. We did the whole did right for the MLB crypto, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's so cool! You can actually use crypto." Like so many people still don't even realize that it's usable at this point, you know, because it still is in its infancy. So that's where we come in. Is like we can show you how you can use your crypto and how like my mom, my grandma, everybody can get involved with crypto right now.
0: So I love what they're doing. They said they want to come out to LA actually, and they want to do the show here. That'd uh, be really cool. Yeah. So, and
1: I just wanted to say. I had asked her about where do women need to step up, which was definitely the wrong words. Uh, but I was trying to get out at the point, uh, just at the time I was just trying to get. What to were the, the point right out. words, Daniel? I was trying to figure out those right words. You know, one of to the biggest, heard. one of the biggest things was women uh, in technology. There's there's a lack of that, so I didn't know. If it was step up or be heard. and Are they there or are they not? And they are saying that they're there, just need to be heard. Which yeah, is very that's interesting. a
0: great sentiment. And they were awesome. And I, I hope to, to maybe we can do some collaboration with them. Yeah, I, when they
1: come back out to LA.
0: Yeah. So next up is a very special uh, part of the show because there were other Satoshi Droppers, which is a group that we're a part of uh, that goes a little ways back. And uh, we were all friends. So on this, we're going to throw to a good friend Crypto Stash, mm-hmm. who you've seen probably on Twitter and, and is a good friend of ours. He's in a lot of photos with us and stuff. And he actually talks a lot about video games, Daniel. So when he, I'm going to throw to him first, and he's going to talk a little bit about video games and tell us a little about about, about what he does.
1: Yes, and then after that, we're going to go to Crypto Sanity and Crypto Breakfast. Yes,
0: it's so great to have them on the show. And we never had Sanity on the show. And if you know, he makes a lot of memes. and uh, he's,
1: Yeah, he's really good with all the like. Yeah.
0: his knowledge is amazing uh, that
1: one was very impromptu they weren't even expecting to be yeah. <laughs> to they be were just kind of hanging out with us so just, we just said let's turn on the mics but enjoy the Satoshi droppers guys
0: here you go yeah crypto
12: and gaming I mean I've been a big gamer since I was a kid you know so I've been uh, playing games since you know uh, the Atari days and then kept going system after system after system and then, you know, got to computer games and when I was younger really started learning how to do computer stuff, coding, I started building computers and so always really played, uh, uh, you know, inter- uh, games like that and then internet games came along, right, like online gaming and that just like, I mean, that hooked me, man, that, that was really what got me, uh, you know, some of those very first person shooters like uh, MMOs and then, uh, you know, things like Ultima Online, some of the first early MMOs too. And I've been playing, I've been playing every, yeah, everything pretty much since then. Asheron's Call, totally played that when it first came out. Yeah.
1: I'm lost now, but I do have a question. You played, you played some crypto games, right? So uh, you've at least tested a few of them out. So what do you, what, what do you feel like, where do they need to continue advancing? And what are, how are you feeling right now with the games?
12: Uh, yeah, I do actually on my blog, I do on my video blog, I do a lot of like uh, crypto game testing. I actually really love testing the games out. So, you know, a lot of them are uh, dApps. And so you got to interact with them on the Ethereum blockchain with some sort of a, you know, uh, wallet like MetaMask. Uh, and so a lot of them do use that, which I think is, is cool. But at the same time, I wish it, the, the, some of the processes were a little more streamlined. So that's one of the things I find about a lot of the crypto games is that is that the interface is clunky. Still, all the interfaces are, are kind of clunky. Like sometimes they have like some cool artwork, or the concept is really cool. Uh, some of the ones that are coming out pretty soon or about to come out, which I really like. Is one that's called Gods Unchained, and we talked about, yeah, that, we talk about that, which is so
1: with the, the it, yeah.
12: Yeah, yeah, I did a review about it. I uh, like I did a bunch of like uh, opening packs because it's like a it's like a trading card game, like a Hearthstone or like Magic the Gathering, right? And yes. Yeah, exactly. No, and, and so it has the same feel to it, but it's blockchain based, right? And so the cards are all on the blockchain, and they have this like Genesis cards you can get right now at the pre sale and like I don't know. So it was, it was actually a pretty cool project. So and there was a couple other ones out there that I really like. Uh, there's one called uh, 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 Cryptogs, which is like it's like Crypto Pogs which is actually really cool, man. You you think like that doesn't, but the game is like super simple, straightforward, a lot of fun to actually play and the interface actually when you look at a lot of interfaces for games, uh, they uh, the guy who uh, created it, uh, Austin, he actually did a really great job with creating that interface to make it flow really well and make the game work in an easy, simple manner where you don't seem bogged down by a bunch of like, oh, I don't know how this works. I don't know what to do here. What do I do now? And you know, so it's great, yeah.
3: Love Wax.
12: I know, yeah, I, I listened. Oh, right. I, 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 yeah, I love Wax, it's a, right. one of my favorite he products. So.
3: Like so They're mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah, the express wallet. Yeah. Uh-huh.
13: He,
1: he won me over. I, I, I'll be honest, I was a little weary at first with Wax because I didn't understand it, but then he, he was, yeah, I was extremely weary. But he explained it, and I'm like, this sounds like exactly what I loved about Magic the Gathering. And when Because I, I, I played the live action games, I, I played video games, but not since back in the day, so it's a little bit different for me.
3: Yeah.
12: Uh, yeah, so you know, I, I kind of got into crypto because, like many, I had a bunch of people who, uh, you know, are around me that didn't know anything about crypto. And I try to talk to them about crypto, and they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And, and then they're like, you're a fool. And so, you know, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to start jotting down my, my thoughts, my adventures, things that I do in crypto. And then maybe my friends can see and that and inspire them. And then it kind of just snowballed into this website. Uh, and then I started getting more people asking me questions and wanting to, you know, see certain how-tos or tutorials. And then I ended up uh, offering this uh, um, in-person class in my city in Long Beach, uh, California here. And it was like packed. The first one I offered, there was tons of people there. I had to turn people away. And so then I started doing in-person classes, and and so that kind of you know was counterpoint to my website. And then I did a video course, and so then I brought my class, my my in-person class to like an online video thing. And um, it's just kind of snowballed from there. So now I'm on YouTube, and I do a lot of reviews and helpful tutorials and how-to's and guides, and and that kind of fun. I do fun live streams, like I said, I had you guys on my live stream, which was a lot of fun, and. Right, exactly. I love this. one my favorite crypto games so far. Uh, you know, so, I mean, you can go to my website, CryptoStash.com, or find me on YouTube or your favorite platform like Twitter or, or Steam. It, and uh, I'm actually getting ready to deb- debut a brand new live stream video, ga- uh, a crypto game, actually, on Thursday. It's called the, the Crypto Corral. So it's going to be fun.
13: Well, hello, everyone. This is not the Coin Boys here. This is Crypto Brekkie coming to you live from the blockchain beach event at the Bergamo Station in Santa Monica, California. Uh, We just heard a lovely... uh, I'm honestly
3: happy that you made it up. up
13: Yeah, it was very far from Venice. Oh, my God. I had to take like uh, a bird scooter, and then it, I, I hit a curb, and it, 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 I, I went flying. And so I had to find another bird, but there was no bird. So I had to get a lime scooter, and then the lime ran out of the batteries. So it was terrible. Know, given, two, uh, All of half a mile. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah.
3: We also,
2: we also yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Eric from Crypto Sanity. Just uh, also hanging out at Blockchain Beach with my boy Brecky. My boy's a coin boy.
13: So uh,
0: tell us about your meme making. Uh, Come on.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, because that's the
0: thing. I got into this space. Mr. Uh, meme. We named the thing Crypto Sanity because the first thing I saw was all oh, these like, people were
2: this stuff and the JR this guys and Pai Lopez was telling me some kind of plan. And I was like, this is insane. I was like, it's basically sanity. So I got in and started doing some education, but I found out there's a lot of good people.
0: Voice for one thing is a good place to find info. And then the oh, other wow. That was very nice of you.
2: I found you guys <laughs> uh, But one thing that uh, I think was really interesting is that as the bear market persisted, you know, I got it around February March into altcoins. I was a litecoin maximalist in 2017. Definitely not now. Uh, but I found my way in and then I just found that keeping people in good spirits during the bear market was kind of a mission all on its own. So uh, making my memes has been a pleasure and I've been... Uh,
13: do you like his memes, uh, Mr. Brecky? I have to say is that I think Crypto Sanity's memes are some oh, of yeah. the most original and fantastic memes in all of the crypto sphere.
0: Very family friendly. <laughs> Not
13: very family friendly. <laughs> La- ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've been urging him to do this for months, but Sanity. Is planning to open up a paid memes group in which he, in which you are going to get all of the dirty memes that don't make it onto Twitter and.
2: That's right. I guarantee you will pick your pants once a day or money
13: refunded. <laughs> paid group is you guys wait for the show.
0: Well, it's always great to see Satoshi droppers. Thanks, Brecky. Insanity.
13: And Danke and uh, for giving us the opportunity to hug your microphone.
0: Yay! I want to thank for the Satoshi droppers for stopping by and joining the show. I thought it was a very great way to end it stash. Uh, He does mention his show, the crypto corral. It has aired already because we're a week later. Uh, Check it out. It's on his YouTube channel. Uh, and of course thank crypto Brecky and uh, crypto sanity yes. uh for joining joining in the conversation. It was cool to
1: just relax and hang out with people yeah uh,
0: it was that was the feel of this event Daniel It was like being on a beach and relaxing.
1: yes uh, now they did have a formal panel and they formal did. question uh, like a formal um, question area and where people sat down it was really nice everything was very just well presented well presented informative. Um, again, for the price that you pay versus what you get, the the amount of knowledge that you walk away with is and, uh, so good. The
0: networking, because before the event started, really everyone's outside talking, chatting. I like how they set up the tent, the uh, the booths, so that people could talk about their projects. And then people were just going up to people, saying, "What do you do? What do yeah. you do?" And that's great. Now, I, I I will say,
1: I would love if this was just filled with a lot of people who just didn't know, uh, who wanted just there some might have information. Been. Um, there there and but there are there it was a lot of people who are definitely knowledgeable sure so if you are knowledgeable it's also just a great place for you to talk yeah. and and communicate with somebody because I know Andy a while ago we both had problems trying to find people who knew what this was and all that yeah, stuff.
0: yeah now it's just like there it's, it's wonderful you go to, to an have, event like this you're gonna meet a lot of people that have interests like you in crypto yeah so uh, in, go in, in, by, check it out enjoy we will be um, it looks like you know hopefully we'll be going to probably we're going to try to make as many blockchain beach events and do this for, for them we we kind of uh, you know want to help and, and help this Los Angeles community and blockchain beach is head of the curve with some fun events and I can't wait to see what's coming up
1: yes I'm excited
0: uh, so guys thank you for the new people that joined the show I hope you guys enjoyed the interviews I want to thank all the interviewees uh, for coming on the show. Check out their projects. Uh, and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. Definitely on iTunes. Give us some stars. Tell us what you think of the podcast. Uh, email us at thecoinboys. At, at thecoinboys.com. The it's that easy. Also, what's really easy is we have a website now, thecoinboys.com. And there's three buttons for you to press for Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud, whatever you'd like to listen to us on. Uh, We're also on Twitter at Coinboys Podcast. We have fun on IG, don't we, Daniel? Yes, we do. We are the Coinboys Cast on Instagram. I am Andy, producer, BTW on Twitter. I'm at DGutieres84 on Twitter and Instagram. We are the Coinboys, and we thank Blockchain Beach for an amazing event. Take care. See you on the next episode.
1: Look forward to the next one.